I've just about had enough of you. What is a Christmas? Oh, Santa Claus! I wish you the very best of everything. It is an occasion for great joy and peace on the planet Earth. If we hurry, we can get back in time for Christmas Eve. Hello. Oh, fancy seeing you here. Welcome to another episode of 50 Years of Shit Robots with Matt. Hello. And Stephen. Hello. That was a bit Kenneth Williams. It was a bit. I'm riding on the back of yesterday's uh, and and trying to get the sexism out of my system. (laughs) Uh, Right. Uh, Now, we are doing a podcast a day for Advent, uh, right up until the 25th. You will find something in your feed hole. So let's open door number nine of our robot advent calendar. It's flying straight for us. Golden owl. Well, and look what it is. Isn't it pretty? Isn't it pretty? Uh, in today's advent is... Bubo the Owl from the film Clash of the Titans. This, when we were chatting uh, a couple of seasons ago about the film Jason and the Argonauts, I quite often as a kid would get them confused, I think, even though they're, they must be 20 years apart, aren't they? Clash of the Titans and Jason and the Argonauts. Something like that, yeah. Because um, it's another sort of Ray Harryhausen Greek myth movie. And it was one that I, I just remember seeing a lot and loved. And it's got, you know, it's got, it's this, got a lot of the same aspects to it, doesn't it? It's got the gods watching and sometimes appearing in, in uh, statues and all of that sort of caper. Laurence Olivier. Who does he uh, play? Zeus. Does he play Zeus? Zeus. Zeus. Yeah. Zeus. <laughs> it's got, it's Ursula also, Andres. Ursula Andres, yeah. Maggie Smith. Oh, yes. And... Burgess Meredith. Harry Hamlin. He's all bee-stung lips and curly hair. I mean, he's very pretty, isn't he, in this film? In the, in the film he is, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so it occupies a space very much in my head that J- Jason the Argonauts uh, does. And I can I do remember Bubo the Owl quite vividly because it's a sort of like a really lovely little comedy turn. It's Athena's clockwork robotic automaton owl and it helps Perseus, who is Harry Hamlin, find some stuff. His uh, sort of journey is helped by the gods, and this is one of the ways in which they help him. So Bubo is this beautiful sort of gold and silver mechanical owl who flies in and then speaks like a clangor. Only Perseus can understand Bubo. I mean, you must remember it from seeing the film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, very much so. But I didn't realise that it is actually from mythology. Well, it isn't from mythology. Ah. So in the film, I think Zeus asks Athena to send her owl to help Perseus. And Perseus is Zeus's son. And she refuses. So that fella who makes automatons in Greek myth, what's his name? Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Hephaestus makes the owl. But it's it's a very much a creation of Ray Harryhausen and not Greek mythology. Ah. Athena does have an owl in Greek mythology, and Hephaestus does make automata, 
but uh, an owl is not listed on on the, the automata. So I've got a list of of Hephaestus's automatons, which are uh, a, a pair of fire breathing horses, yep. um, an eagle, a giant eagle, uh, singing maidens cast out of gold, uh, a pair of beautiful maidens, Ooh, lots of maidens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gold and silver dogs acting as watchdogs. Talos, whom we have already discussed in our Jason the Argonauts episode. Um, two fire-breathing bulls and a set of 20-wheeled tripods. Uh, these were endowed with self-animation and wheeled themselves in and out of the halls of the gods as they were required. Makes so, you wonder if H.G. Wells got his idea for the tripods from that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So those things all have a, a, a mythical lineage, but Bubo the owl unfortunately doesn't. Um, there are rumours, or there were rumours, that because um, this film came out in 1981, I think, that Bubo was sort of, they needed a, an R2-D2. And that uh, this was, this was it. whistles like it. Yeah, R2-D2 so it does. Well. But that has been scotched by the Ray Harryhausen Foundation. They say that actually Bubo had been created in the in the mid '60s for a, um, a potential sequel to Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, okay. And so the story as well in Clash of the Titans is is the story of Perseus, but it it's 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 a few different myths jammed together. Oh yeah, some of which are not even Greek. <laughs> Yes, quite. Well, the Kraken, for one. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. So the the story is that, is that Perseus falls in love and the mother of the woman he falls in love on their wedding day compares her or says that she's more beautiful than any god. And so they, the gods are angered. They release in the film the Kraken and the only thing that can kill the Kraken is Medusa's head. And so Perseus has to go and and find and kill Medusa. Now, in the myth, he does he has to find and kill Medusa, but it's a challenge which is given to him by someone who wants to seduce his mother. And um, out of Medusa's severed head springs forth uh, Pegasus. So Pegasus, yes. that's the birth of Pegasus. And in the film, Pegasus doesn't have anything to do with Medusa. So that's another slight dis- difference. I so it's to go to the grey eye to find out whether. That's the right. Sisters live. Yes, and they're much maligned. The, the Gorgons. Uh, they are very much maligned. They're not as uh, wicked and as horrible as they are made out to be. They are pretty. I mean, she does have snakes for hands. She can turn men into into stone, but for very good reasons, because they have all been maligned by men. Love it. In Jim Henson's Greek myths, there's an episode about uh, the Gorgon and Perseus, and the Gorgons uh, portrayed really wonderfully. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, um, also the um, the Harryhausen Foundation have there's a toy um, Bubo that you can buy. It looks really nice. It's a very Um, unfortunate name, Bubo. Well, the reason that it's called Bubo is that there is a type of owl which is called its Latin name is Bubo Bubo. Why? I don't know. What's the translation of that? Because a boobo is a lump in your armpit when you get the plague. Is it? Which is, comes bubonic. I'd, 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 I would have to do a Latin translation. English to 
Bubo is owl. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bubo Bubo is the owl owl. Owl owl. Great. Love that. Love that Latin. Um, one other thing that I found out, and because I went, basically went on, it took me a long time yesterday to try and work out whether Bubo was part of Greek myth or not. So I was doing a bit of research about the owl of Athena, and I thought, I'm just going to just <laughs> crowbar this in because I did the work, you're going to <laughs> But I thought it was quite interesting. It is the first mention of Athena's owl comes i think in ovid's metamorphosis the story is is that there was a woman called nyctamine who lived as a princess on the island of and you'll like this lesbos and (laughs) and she while she was there she was abused by her father which caused her to flee into the wilderness to un- to avoid the unwanted gaze of judgmental eyes. Um, and Athena took pity on her and turned her into an owl so that she would she would only exist at night time and, and wouldn't be wouldn't be able to be seen. I love the gods' ideas of taking pity on people. Yes. To turn him to turn him <laughs> into an owl. I would say also then I find myself thinking of Bladewith from the uh, Mabinogi myths who is conjured out of flowers to become married to a man and who doesn't want to be she quite like being flowers and so plots to kill the man and then is turned into an owl at the end so that she may never experience flowers um because she's got so she's got to live by night so again it's a woman being punished um for, for for the actions of a man so now i've gone through all of my research and can close all my all my open windows on my computer I've got a little window that's still open. Oh, go on. We've got a mechanical bird in Bose Museum. Really? First recorded in 1774, and it's the silver swan, and it is miraculous. It's the most unbelievable automaton you've ever seen. Where and what is Bose Museum? Bose Museum is a, a building that was not built as a home. It was actually built as a museum by the Bose Lions, and uh, and it houses a a collection. And one of the parts of the collection is the famous part of the collection, which is a silver swan that uh, moves quite realistically and then then eats some fish from the water. It's, it's, it's most beautiful. After all that, I'm going to go and have a little lie down. Oh, I am as well, actually. We will see you for another door opening on tomorrow's robot advent calendar. So, until then, be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Later, we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some Carolyn.